Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back to the No BS Podcast with your hosts, Luis and Daniela. I was going to ask you, how are you? But that's not what's important. That's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> we're here to recap RuPaul's Drag Race, <laughs> Housewives of Atlanta, and I almost said Potomac. It still hurts me every time. Oh Salt Lake gosh. City. But how are you doing on a serious note? Your birthday's in two days. Sender nudes, money, all that good stuff. Yes, send me money. I don't know why Luz keeps saying nudes. I'm like, no, bitch, money. I'm probably the money, bitch. Okay, um, I'm excited because this these episodes that we're going to recap, I really enjoyed them. I don't know about you, but even though Atlanta, I wish we could have seen the trip a little bit in this episode, but I was like, it's okay. I'll take what I get. But I'm excited. You know, it's my birthday on Wednesday, like you said. How are you? I'm great. Like, um, um, let's acknowledge the fact that we were gone for a week. Everyone listening is like, bitch, no one noticed. Um, yes. But yeah, we were gone for a week because, you know, I had to take a little mental break. Um, if you have not done so, people, if you ever need a day to yourself to not work or do anything, take it. We need it. Um, mental health is very important. And sometimes exactly. there's just those days where it's like, you know what? Life is shit. Family is shit. Everything is shit. So you get it. take a step back, breathe. <laughs> cry punch the wall and no, i'm just kidding um do what helps you relax yes. and i needed that so that's why there was no episode last week but i'm great i'm better than ever now i'm ready to talk some shit gossip that. all that good stuff exactly it's always nice to rest rest the mind because people are fucking annoying okay <laughs> and you know we're both from families that are loud so i understand don't exactly. worry we see each <laughs> other but um talking about loud we, people we <laughs> We'll get to Atlanta a little <laughs> later on, but um, getting on to, let's just start off with RuPaul's Drag Race. It's episode four of season 13. So the winning girls, winning circle, you know, they give them to that title. They're waiting for <laughs> the B squad, the loser circle, the the lame bitches, if you will. That's how they fucking see them in their eyes. Um, They're waiting and their attitude is just very pointed. They're just sitting there standing and they're like, you guys get your face together. We got to be bitches, get it together. And then they're like, Elliot, you should hide because they think you're gone, whatever, whatever. They, they, they're trying to pull some tricks, bunch of bullshit. So the girls walk in and right away, they're like, if it isn't the B squad and Tina, you're cringe. You need to stop. You're 50 plus <laughs> act your age. Um, and it's funny because Denali, if we throw it back to last episode that we didn't recap, Denali, if you don't know, she won the challenge. She gave an amazing, Me. first of all, her verse was everything. Like I can reset it right now, but I can't sing. So I'm not going to. Um, she won the challenge. She won the lip sync, which was Britney Spears, If You Seek Amy. And to say that she's an entertainer, a queen is an understatement. That bitch can yes. dance her ass off. I don't know. Am I delusional here? What's up? She is. I'm rooting for her. She's the top of the top. If anything, I'm like, y'all are talking about the B squad. Everybody else is B. She's A. A plus. A plus plus plus. 100% bitch. And it, it's funny that, that they were saying that. The winning girls were saying that because the world of Twitter and, and um, I almost said Tumblr. Oh, what's Tumblr? Um, the world of Reddit was saying that <laughs> the winning girls verse and song was lame in comparison to Phenomenon. It, I honestly agree. Like Phenomenon was Same. more catchy and yeah the other one was more cringe i mean they're both cringe songs but i don't know i enjoyed <laughs> this one better yeah i like the b squad their verses were a lot more fun to listen to or like a lot more uh cohesive i want to say i don't know if that's like the exactly right word, but. but um bringing it back to you know up to date the girls walk in and they're like and of course denali with her quick wit she's like if it isn't the anywhere to go to go down squad you know what i'm trying to say and i'm like <laughs> her wit like she's on quick on her feet not only in dancing but 
on humor too um i'm glad someone gave it to him because honestly i felt bad i'm like you bitches need to fuck off i'm one to not let anyone give me shit so to see that this so i like that she yes we're basically getting shat on like she's like you know what fuck you y'all can go fuck yourselves we love that stand up for yourself <laughs> um speaking of standing up for yourself elliot came in hot and he was like i don't want you guys voted for me like it's shady and to me she's like well we voted for you and it is what it is and Tamisha said it best when she said, I don't know why you would come for the pit bull when there's plenty of chihuahuas in the room. Tamisha is not going to take anyone's bullshit. And it's like this uneasy tension feeling, which I feel like is going to lead to even more drama. We'll see in the season. We'll see later on in the season. Um, And one thing that I do want to know before we move on is, are we living like in a different world where Lala Ri and Tamisha don't know each other? Because in her confessional, Lala Ri was like, so I know Tamisha from back in atlanta and she likes to fight nowhere in that scene did she say oh yeah that's my drag mom like maybe producers, maybe because on their meet the queens um tamisha mentioned it she's like yeah that's my drag daughter like we've never the show has never had that storyline where a mom and a daughter are there on the show together and it's like are you guys like not acknowledging it why like maybe they're not as close as we thought like what the hell is happening um i was gonna ask you are the other girls the other girls know, right? Like you, you can look up the other queens, right? Or... You mean like prior or while they're filming? Yeah, prior, prior. Yeah. So, and I'm sure they like because it always gets like rumors are always like are spiraling around. So I'm sure they were gonna, they knew <laughs> that they were gonna be on it. But um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think they're like aware of it, and I don't think they're even gonna acknowledge it. I'm hopeful because yeah, I was that's like so uh, when, weird. When Lala reset that, I was like, wait, Lisa, that was her drag mom. So why isn't she saying, yeah, my drag mom can drag that bitch or something? I don't know. I was like, okay. I was like, so you're not going to mention, you're not going to mention yeah. she's the reason you've gotten smart. No, just kidding. Exactly. But no, it was I super was weird. Confused. Something dumb I wanted to know because I'm sure people were watching and thinking the same thing. They're like, bitch, that's your drag mom. Why aren't you? Mm-hmm. I digress. So the, the main part of the episode starts. They all walk into the workroom for the very first time. And for a second, I was like, wait, is this COVID safe? There's like 50 people in a room right now. They're like shoulder to shoulder, but they're on top of their testing. So love that for them. Um, they then ask who's single and they start chiming in. They're like, I'm single. I'm single. And Candy, I'm just going to say it, She wants to fuck Joey. Like she <laughs> was like, I like feminine boys and basically said like she wanted to fuck them. And Joey's like running away. What did you think of this? So they were like kind of being flirty and whatnot. <laughs> Candy. I was like, Candy, read the room. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe this is not the place to be uh, trying to throw like thirst out. Joey J was like, hi, Candy. Hey, Candy. And I was like, no, no. He was probably, <laughs> honestly, he's sort of like, um, can we stop the cameras? Give us 10 minutes and we'll be back. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Give us 10 minutes. Uh, everybody evacuate <laughs> the workroom. <laughs> yikes messy um so after that rue walks in and she tells him the maxi challenge which is to act and perform in his new media venture rupaul rupaul march uh yeah rupaul march his new venture Uh, rupaul mark channel i wrote it down it's ugly to me i don't know why um (laughs) which anyone who knows that's like referencing the hallmark right is that a thing yes i'm not white so i don't know um which is like corny cheesy holiday movies um so they split up into three groups which this is probably production you know putting their little storyline and messiness all together because usually (laughs) they pick their teams but this time rue's like i'm gonna fucking make the teams aka producers are trying to start drama um we see the groups separate and they all start practicing and Denali gives herself the biggest role, which, spoiler alert, it doesn't work out in a favor. The bitch is in the bottom. Um, <laughs> Kimora says that she hates and finds Elliot's voice super annoying. And 
maybe because I'm not a drag queen, I do know how to throw shade. But to me, all of this comes across as just bitchy. Am I wrong? Like, yes, I was very much like, um, okay, I find everybody voice, everybody's voice annoying, but I'm not going to be like, like, I was like, what? I was like, the correlation's not there, Kamora. Yeah. So I was like, nothing's adding up. Yeah, like, uh, Ellie is just, like, reading the lines, laughing, kicking, and she's like, I fucking hate her voice. It's annoying. And it's like, really? <laughs> like, because that's... have you heard your voice? We can talk about your voice. Like, it sounds like, I digress. I was like, point A, point B, nowhere, nowhere to be found. Like, go away. Yeah. Exactly. So moving on to Candy's group, Candy just picks her line. She picks her part and she starts highlighting. There's no discussion about it. And as much as like, she's kind of annoying. I'm like, yeah, I probably would do the same. She was like, I'm going to do this part. And you guys are going to fucking hate or like it, but I'm going to do it. Um, That's great for her. Rose basically says that she's feeling the pressure because as an actress herself, she's like, oh, all the actresses are going to come out and play. And she kind of talks about Simone later on where she's like, Simone would like all this energy came out of nowhere. And to me, I find this annoying because it's like, girl just focus on yourself why are you so nitpicky about every single thing that everybody else does yes i was like if you're such an actress if you're such an actress why are you worrying about whether simone did good during your rehearsal or not as long as she's doing good right now because she's gonna make your team look good yes (laughs) or no so it's (laughs) it was weird i guess when you're in that position everything's like it's like a pressure cooker and you know competition and you don't want to go home so we'll give her a pass but at the same time it's like bitch chill out um then I'm sorry. I have to note this. I have to talk about this. The funniest thing this episode was when Rue <laughs> goes to Utica's group and he's like, have you ever smoked weed? Utica, her reactions, you got like 50 reactions in 30 seconds. Like, the way she's like, like I obviously since you're just listening to us, you can't see my faces, but I'm sure you guys were dying of laughter. What did you think when you saw this? I was like, I actually am like, do I, wait, do I actually like Utica? Like she's funny? What? I was like, what? I was like, I don't really understand why I'm laughing, but I think it was just Utica's facial expressions. She's like, uh, eh, uh, yes, yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, it was yes. just- and I was like, and it wasn't like, um, it wasn't try someone trying to be funny. It was like Utica was actually being fucking funny, and I think RuPaul's fucking uh, Ru's fucking laugh made yeah, it I ten times added, better. Yeah, exactly. And I was just like, I was like, fucking Utica. I mean. Then I go to her, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but when they actually did their part, I was like, Utica's not as funny as she was doing yeah, that, that part with Rue. Yeah, that her fucking three lines. Like, where was that energy? <laughs> but, um, exactly. So we see the groups move on to their little green screen where, before we move on, I fucking hate acting challenges. I prefer a dance challenge, um, snatch game, oh. which we'll see later on. Acting challenges are cringy as fuck. The writers of the little stories that they do are boring as fuck. <laughs> I don't like these episodes, but um, I digress. They start practicing, and Gottmik is doing great, fully committed, feeling the character. Tamisha Gottmik, is, yeah. Tamisha's not feeling it, and I like the fact that again, she's that bitch that's not gonna bite her tongue. Ross was telling her because her character was based off of Cher, and her line that was you know introducing her character was "Whoa!" and yeah. I like <laughs> how in her confessional she's like, "How funny can whoa be?" Like, bitch, it's not funny. So. <laughs> We love that. I don't know. Am I like reaching here? Was Ross being annoying? <laughs> yeah, Ross. I I was like, Ross, you're picking and choosing. There's other bitches who are worse. But I was like, Cher's not the I was like, 
you can't do a good Cher impression because Cher sounds like she's gargling water. She's like, whoa. Or something like, yeah, I can't even fucking yeah. do it. It was, it was like, bitch, calm down. She's going to get fine. <laughs> and then just so that the final edit could be her singing like for 30 seconds. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. And everybody thought it was fucking hilarious. And I was just like, okay, tee Like, <laughs> it's obvious Tamisha's just phoning it in, but everybody thinks it's funny. Why? Because you guys just love basic this so she knows she's gonna give you basicness even though she could go full powered but she's not going to <laughs> a mess um joey j was lost as hell he didn't know what he was doing he was repeating lines candy oh candy did great and i wrote down i'm sorry she did great but how hard is it to be a clown how loud is it how hard is it to be loud to be obnoxious because that was her character she was jumping up and down <laughs> dancing like a fool honey i Team. can do that like Candy, was, Candy was herself. Exactly. She was playing herself. <laughs> Moving on. So, Candy was herself. She wasn't even overacting. <laughs> yeah. The way, the way Ross was I'm making... I'm interrupting you. I'm so sorry. No, give us your thoughts. That's what. That's why you're a co-host on No BS Pod. When Simone, when it got to her part, she was really killing it. Like, she was... I think her personality just is yeah. so, like, likable that her character was amazing. The way she, like, they later on said during the panel, like the judges were talking, they were judging her. She's mm-hmm. the way that she was just saying the words and her enunciation, her just affectation of the words. It was hilarious. Like Simone is a star. And I genuinely can confidently say if Denali doesn't win, Simone will. I'm putting it out yes. there. Simone's got it. Like she's a fucking yes. star. Yes, I'm rooting for her. I'm rooting for her. I, you're Denali all the way, but I'm Simone. I'm fucking rooting for Simone. Especially, you're going to bring up her do-rag look, and I have thoughts about that, so. <laughs> we stand. <laughs> so after that, Lalari is boring. She's monotone. And this is what, like, it kills me to watch because I like Lalari. When she's in her confessional, yes. she brings it. And it was so sad to see her kind of flop in the acting challenge. She was like her monotone voice and she was talking like this and not giving attitude it's like where where's that attitude what's going on and she was bottom three so i was like bitch." exactly (laughs) get it together denali is robotic she doesn't get the references she's kind of just all over the place and she's talking like this and her jokes are not landing and yeah it was traumatic it was just tragic watching her do that (laughs) because it was just really a a, one big mess kamora is playing a tree and she's doing a lot of green screen work. And they obviously included the Tyra Banks show. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you because her line was, <laughs> "We, I was rooting for us. And they go, on about for, they go on for about 20 minutes on her enunciation and the way she, you know, is not emphasizing the correct word. I hate, I don't know. I'm like, is this producer's work right here? Because was she really not doing it? Or like, was her joke not landing? What do you think? How did you see this when she was giving out her line? Yeah, I was, I was like, what? Just cut, print, move on. She's not landing. I didn't, and I didn't understand. Maybe it was the, like you said, the the cheesy story or whatever. But I was just like, what is the joke supposed to be? Because at this point, the joke's not funny anymore. Or the joke is not going to be funny. Exactly. It was, uh, it was a mess. This, this I'm telling you, these episodes where they're acting childish, they're messes. They're messes. Fast forward, they're in the workroom again. Got Mick and Tina are helping Candy fix her runway because her original look for the category, which is trains for days, broke or it just wasn't cute and it didn't work out. Yikes. And I find it so interesting that, you know, she has friends. Not that she has friends. That sounds so shady. <laughs> that the other girls are willing to help because usually 
I mean, the, we've seen in the past that queens help each other out, but as far as like mm-hmm. actually cutting the fabric and like sewing it, I would be like, doing bitch, the no. dress. like do your own shit. Exactly. T. T, this is a competition, but like, I guess, I mean, at the end of the day, you help somebody, but is that going to help you win? Because what if you're helping it make, wait, you're helping it make it better. Are you trying to so. be Miss Congeniality or are you trying to win uh, American <laughs> Drag Superstar? Get it together. <laughs> um, Simone, while they're getting ready, Simone talks about how she went to prom in drag. She talks about how it made her feel good. She felt seen and she felt very, she felt very empowered. And I find it so cool that she said that her principal was like, oh, wait, who is that? That's Reggie. Go on and do your thing. Go on. More power to you. And <laughs> we love to see it. We love to see it. Like, T. I thought it was going to be like a, a bad story where like, cause the show like tends to be, out exactly. It, I was expecting yeah. to go for it to go that route, but it, it was happy. So I was like, we love that happiness. Love. Everybody say love. Um, love. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was funny how they were reciting lyrics from their uh, song challenge their singing challenge. And then they were like, stop reciting because we weren't there. Okay, then I better not hear you say. Again, um, Denali bringing, she's like, then I better not hear you say Simone is here for the throne or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> again, this is why we stand. And then when she comes out in her bird, we're just Denali following on Instagram, we stand. So category is trains for days. And honestly, I just wrote my favorite three looks. I'm not going to get into every single look because none of them were all that great. But um. Mm-mm. first up denali so according to her she's serving i'm ignorant cats how do you pronounce it Quetzal- i don't know go. i don't speak now what please don't come at me i know you're not supposed to pronounce your fucking um l's or the you're not supposed to pronounce something in Nahuatl. So I'm saying it completely wrong. But Denali's was like a cultural costume, which I love. Exactly. I love so that. she's serving the blank bird, that bird. And she says that it's a deity of Mesoamerican and Mexican culture. And it's yes. the colors. Those are my favorite colors, blue and green. And just the way it was like structured. And then her mohawk. I think that was just everything. And then later on when she performed yes. in it. 10 cents cents we love that look beautiful my second favorite look was simone's of course the pink and blue do you call that a suit what what kind of outfit was that was it like it was like a suit but like okay i was thinking of it not not a blazer but it was like unbuttoned i'm describing it to everybody listening it's unbuttoned off the shoulder and then like the corset or whatever it was like it was just and then, like, on her skin color. Exactly. I was, was like, going to say okay. the colors. First of all, and then the color, the, per, the color, um, blue and pink together, Team. the way it, like, it complements one another. And then the gag of the outfit was the long train, which was her do rag. And she talked about how this is my culture, love it or hate it. I'm going to do it. And Beautiful. I thought it was, again, her, like, her humor and her mindset and her logic, like, she's smart like this not only is she a star but she's smart about her fashion about her humor and i think that's why she's so likable because she has like a thought process and she's not just i'm gonna wear something pretty i'm gonna wear something fashion forward it's there's a thought Um, process and i feel like that always like i always get that she she was my favorite of the night i loved it we love you, Simone. We love you. And then if you're listening, Simone, we love you. Um, and then the last <laughs> look was Got Mix. It was, um, she referred to it as trans yes. train artistry. And it was this corset with, it was um, it was this pink and blue corset and it had pink and blue like wings. In the yes. Back. 
And she had Beautiful. a rhinestone reef blower. I mean, come on, just attention to detail. It was pretty. I liked I liked it. Was it was beautiful. Yeah. I, yeah. You said my top three. Then you just missed my girl. Um, well, I have to talk about Kamora's look, even though I know you don't like Kamora, but <laughs> I liked her. I liked her train. Yet I feel like it could have been longer. I feel like that would have made it 10 times better. But I loved it because, again, it was another look, cultural significance. And then you missed my girl, Lala Ree. Because I liked her look too. And I was just like, yes, yeah, give us mask. COVID safety, uh, <laughs> yes. And then when she did like the reveal, when she, she yes. was studying, like again, a thought process, a smart. You know what would have been fucking, like I would have been on the floor if the, when she revealed it and it came undone, if that became part of the train. Do you get me? Like so it would have been even longer. Even longer, yeah. Oh my god, everybody hire me! Like, hire um, me. I exactly. could, I'm not a designer, I don't sew, but like, I could give you thoughts, I could give you exactly. ideas. <laughs> so, the judges give their bullshit critiquing. Um, oh, <laughs> let me go quickly. We have our top three and our bottom three. Denali, they said they loved the look, but the acting wasn't fully there, and it was just essentially cringy. I'm gonna have to agree, the look was great, the acting wasn't. Mm-hmm. Kimora was stiff mm-hmm. as fuck. She had like two lines and she couldn't deliver them. But they said the outfit yes. was amazing. And I think that's that's Kimora's problem, which she even admits to herself, is that she's too busy focused on being this amazing, beautiful queen that she doesn't necessarily focus on the performance act aspect of it, which honestly is a reason why, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, spoiler, is I think that's why she went home because she doesn't really... Yes. Like I, I told you the first episode, queens who usually are aesthetically pleasing, aesthetically like models basically are not really good in the like, performance aspect. And that was the case in the situation. Yeah. Um, shame. No, just kidding. <laughs> Next up is Simone. And they found her hilarious. They said she was smart, witty. And again, she's a fucking star. That's not a shock. That's not a shock. Like amazing. Lalari is told that she's quiet. She was out of her comfort zone. Her outfit was great. I agree with them. Um, Rose, they said her basic. They, Rose, so they said her <laughs> outfit was basic. Would you agree? I liked it, but it was like, yeah. No, yeah. I, category is trains for days, not jacket, blazer, whatever you were wearing. Yeah, not cape or something. You know, I like. Yeah, it was another one that I was just like, if it had been longer, I feel like it could have been because I understood the vibe she was going for. But I think what the problem I have with Rosé is that she's just so, I hate, like, she's good. She's a try she's hard. A good, yes. And I feel like ugh, her and Tina Burner, I think it's so funny that they fucking hate each other, but they're the same fucking person. <laughs> like, no wonder you hate each other. Like, it's the reflection of your worst enemy, like, yourself, so exactly it makes but sense anyways yeah i agreed i was like very much basic especially after you were like i'm an actress i'm a performer i'm a drag queen i'm the queen of queens and then you come out in that okay shoulder pads thank oh. you mom, mom. <laughs> candy comes out in this ugly i'm i hate to say ugly but it was just not it was ill-fitted you could see her undergarments yeah it just wasn't cute and her acting yeah she killed it because she was playing a clown but like i said it's not hard to play a clown 90 exactly. percent of the listeners right now are living clowns um just kidding i love you guys and overall the judges give the critiques and we find out that simone is the winner of the challenge and she wins five thousand dollars at this point this is her second win she has ten thousand dollars in the bank love that for her and it's denali and kimura who find themselves in the bottom 
it's so sad to see this because they are Chicago sisters. And oh. imagine having to lip sync or having to send your friend home in a competition. I would hate that. But I would pull it down and be like, I, I'm so sorry, Pity. but you've got to go home. Um, I'm sorry, bitch. You know, okay. <laughs> the song starts <laughs> off and it's 100% Pure Love by Crystal Waters. This, I'm putting it out there. There's not going to be a better lip sync this season than what I witnessed in this episode. That was magic. Denali really went full throttle. She said, you guys, you guys think you know me? Let me, let me show you what I really got. This bitch performed. She made me laugh. She gave splits. She gave voguing. She gave dancing choreography. She hit every beat. Like, it's funny because Larry watching was like, when we were watching Untucked and she Mm -hmm. told Rosé, I know what I'm going to do. Larry was yeah. like, no, no, no. She she knows this song. She choreographed to it. And I was like, it's not that. It's that she's a dancer. She knows the beat. She has rhythm. Exactly. And she knows what she's doing. I don't know. I, I really exactly. loved it. It was it was amazing. I loved it. And you know what? I've been watching a lot of like uh best uh top 10 RuPaul's lip syncs and everything, right? And I'm watching them I'm like, oh, I wish I would have been able to see these live. And then I fucking watch Denali like do her shit. And I'm like, I'm watching history. I'm watching drag <laughs> like, this history. Is a cultural reset right now. She is changing yes. the game. I, I was like, that. I, I'm going to tell my children when Denali fucking went down in history, drag race history. This is where I was. This is what I was doing. <laughs> exactly. It was just. It was really amazing. Like I said, rhythm, the look, overall, 100. And and when she wins, we'll go back to this moment. Exactly. Oh. Um. So they finished lip syncing and Rue before like 10, not even 10 seconds have passed by. And she was like, Denali, that was 100% pure love. Mm-hmm. Kimura sashay away. Like she was ready to get Kimura. Yes. Like, she yes. usually like stops for a good minute. And she's like, I made my decision. There was time there was no, I made my decision. This is as soon as the song started, she knew Kimura was going home. Well, because even if Denali had not pulled out all the stops, Kamora was just even after they gave her all those critiques Kamora gave nothing I was like okay girl yes give us nothing (laughs) like it sucked because she went up against Denali who Denali could just stand there and like mime like and the bitch could still probably stay but I was just like Kamora at least it doesn't even seem like you're fighting for it. I don't know. It seemed that way to me. I don't want to say it. Like, I didn't want to yeah, say that. But... I know she was saying, like, I was so restricted because of the dress. But at the same time, they told you, we get it. You're a model. You're pretty. Do something else. What did yeah. you do in that lip sync? Modeled, walked around, posed. Exactly. Exactly what they told her not to do. Focus on. Exactly. I don't know. But like we said, Denali, she killed it. And Rue gives her the comments Queen. that this was so much fun to watch. I pity the fool who has to go up against you. And Kamala yes. sold to sashay away. Her exit line is from the house of Hall. And oh, thank you. Us that moment. It was funny, I guess. And she <laughs> says that she she's glad she realized that she has these issues as far as like getting out of her head and exuding confidence. Mm-hmm. And hopefully she works on that. Overall, I enjoyed the episode. That's a lie. I only like the lip sync portion and the runway. The acting challenge is shit. I hate it. Stop. Yeah. These storylines. It it's boring. It was a very long episode. I'm gonna be honest with you very long and i was just like what is happening i did like the fact that they all met each other finally i was very happy well, i'm that. like finally someone's going home we're already like <laughs> yes in and no one has gone home yes i was like thank you goodbye sorry come on <laughs> see you never but um but anyways moving on bring on the snow bunnies bring on the white bring on, bring on the snow bunnies from one from 
one uh, group of queens to another group of queens, my snow bunnies. Um, we're on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, episode 11. We're excited. We're almost done. Okay. Thank you. So we start off, we start off uh, with Mary, the only time, well, actually one of two times that we see her this episode, we see her and Robert Sr. talking about their Florida house and how they're going to fucking get rid of it. And I'm telling you, we don't see Mary so much, but this part right here where she was like, because uh, Robert Sr. was like, oh, I don't think we're going to keep our Florida house, one of our 500 properties. And Mary was like, and she was like, why? And he was like, because it has a lot of problems. Oh, so you're saying if I have a lot of problems, you can get rid of me too? She's and I was so like, extra. Mary, I was like, Mary, yes, girl, give us anything in the 30 second clips that we get you. <laughs> and oh, then God. we see Meredith and Brooks, they're grocery shopping. Brooks is fucking saying that he's on a sugar-free, gluten-free diet. And I was like, okay, thank you. Thanks for sharing that. No one asked, but thanks. The people are over him. Like, over they really him. are dragging him on the internet. Over him. And I was just like, you know what? Yes, if I have to sit through Rina's daughter's discount Hadid sister's confessionals, absolutely. Okay, give me some Brooke. <laughs> but if he's just going to give me what discount Hadid gives me, then I do not want it. Thank you. So then we see Jen and Coach Shaw. They're planning a double date between themselves, Sharif's friend, Big Daddy, and Heather. And we'll we'll get more on that later. But then we land on Whitney, who's having her siblings over for dinner, um, to have a conversation with their dad, uh, who we know is going through sober living. And Whitney says it's been 10 years since her older brother, her sister, and herself have, and their father have all been in the same room together. And um i guess his addiction plus the fact that like all three of them are like from blended families multiple marriages all that there's like been a rift between like their dad and her siblings because of his addiction and everything so and they really like the older brother didn't really want to he didn't really know how to help and then the sister was like no i don't want to help him at all like he's an addict like he he's let us down so many times and all that so then her sister She's able to explain to her sister that he's doing better. So her sister agrees to come to the dinner and her sister arrives. And um, I felt, you know, when they hugged each other, I was just like, oh, I don't know about you. I thought she was going to cry. Like I was expecting a more emotional reunion. Maybe I was like, maybe just white people. I don't know. No, honestly, I felt, I don't, I don't want to sound harsh, but I, I felt kind of uncomfortable. I was like, do you guys really want to put yes. this out there? Like this is, I, out there, yeah. I know like you're a housewife and you need to share your life and stuff, but. I feel like it was really personal and I, I felt bad. I was like, wow, this is like real life exactly. happening, real life drama. You know what? I was actually, I thought the same thing, but then I also thought, wow, like good, good for her family for like, cause Whitney can show her life. Yes. But like good for her family for allowing her or giving her the permission to like showcase this too. But I was just, I was a little bit like, mm, Whitney, and girl, maybe, we don't need to see everything and now that no. you say that maybe it did help because let's say if the cameras exactly. weren't there they probably would have never had this reunion they never would have had these conversations that obviously needed to happen so i guess it was something exactly. like positive came out of it yes so the dad just basically pledges to do better you know his children saw his progress and you know i hope at the reunion we get a little update on our friend hopefully i know she said i don't know if you saw on her twitter but she was like she was like, oh, enough about my dad's hair. He's doing really well. And I was like, yes, girl, good for your dad. But also maybe like he could get a little haircut, make himself feel a little better, you know? Um, anyway, <laughs> um, he commits to being a better person and a better father. And I felt like, I was like, yes, okay. Uh, I was going to say, okay, Rose family, go off. But that's not their last name. But I was like, <laughs> yes, Whitney's family, go off. 
<laughs> Moving on, we have Heather and her double date with the Shaws. And Sharif, I don't know. I was like, can we just get more Sharif and less of Jen? Because I like the fact that he was beatboxing. And I was like, Jen, you would beatbox? And we would all be like, stop putting on a show. And Sharif was beatboxing. And I'm like, yeah, Sharif. Anyways. Well, Jen I don't care for them. So I was saying, stop putting on a show. You're like, the three like, most annoying the people of the show, uh, Heather and the Shaws, I, I don't care for them. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. So you probably didn't care for this double date. I was, I was like, like, move on. Next scene. Where's Mary in her closet? Well, okay, before I move on, what did you think of the date? I told my sister after his rant, I was like, or his little explanation, storytelling. I was like, is this an interview or is this a date? Why is he? I mean, the whole Getting... alcohol, you know, not everyone is into alcohol. Drink whatever you want. Exactly. Your little cranberry, orange, whatever, whatever floats your boat. But exactly, he was going on about his job and what he does and maybe he's really proud of that and what he does but like I said, this was in an interview this wasn't what i thought it was funny because as he walked in like heather's eyes were like cha-ching cha-ching like yes bitch and then he was like yeah can i get a shirley temple and she was like never mind and i was like bitch and then later on he was like um she was talking and i found it so cringe when she was talking and he was like they put a carrot in my drink maybe it was because of the cameras but i was just like I was like, Big Daddy, they hyped you up. Jen and Coach Shaw hyped you the fuck up. All and you're nothing. over here all for nothing. I was like, Jen, you were saying that this double date was because you wanted to show Heather that you're just as invested invested in this friendship as she is. And you gave her a dud. I'm sorry, oh, but you gave her a dud. So womp, if anything, womp. I was like, if anything, you just show me how much you care about our friendship. Like, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, um, this is how much you care about me? You brought this dud? No. She's like, if this is how it's going to be when we're friends, we don't need to be friends. So moving on, we go back to Whitney, who's planning a girl's trip to Vegas um, because she wants to make amends after Jen's hip hop party. And even though she's not the fan favorite with them, she's taking one for the team and inviting everyone for some girl bonding time. So these texts are something else. Whitney texts, who's up for a girl's trip to Vegas? Have some fun and get out of the cold. Heather, great idea. I am so in. Jen, yes, girl, just as long as I'm CEO of fun. Meredith, Vegas isn't really my scene, but I can probably make it. <laughs> me, me. <laughs> Mary, is Jen going? Lisa, I need to think about that, but thanks for the invite. No, hold on. I need to think about that. Dot, 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 but thanks for the invite. Bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't go. <laughs> exactly their personalities i i i as much as i hate i as much as i say that i hate you know heather and jen i do find it funny like the contrast of everyone's personalities because obviously exactly so different i don't know i was like y'all y'all are extra everyone just fucking go we need drama everyone go not gonna lie i mean if i was gonna go to vegas i'd want to go with meredith just because i that bitch reeks of richness like yes bitch i know we're gonna have fun <laughs> but i also want to go with heather because that bitch is just always like good time gal you know like, see i was thinking no. i was thinking whitney she's always on a whitney too dance oh. like let's all have some fucking fun like you don't need to be miserable i was thinking in that scenario i was whitney so anyway <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mary opts out of the trip because Jen is going and because she's probably too busy trying to find her way out of the fucking closet of hers. She's oh. always in the fucking closet. People were like, is there, like people were saying, is that in your contract that you're not allowed to film outside of your closet? Why are you always in? <laughs> um, it reminds me of um, did you ever watch Two Life as I Can Cody? 
Yes. It reminds me of London Timpson, London Timpton's closet. Oh, with your huge closet. Yes, and I'm like, okay, bitch, find your way out. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> that episode where she gets stuck in it or something, and I'm like, okay, you can find your way out, Mary. Call your way out or something. It's like, just, girl, no. come on. So we see Meredith and Lisa. They have a conversation about Whitney's instigator um, ways, and Lisa's surprised she's invited to the trip. Yet Whitney hasn't even apologized for saying she's scared of Jen, and I was just like, Lisa. To be honest, if you didn't go to this trip, no one would miss you. Or is that just me? Maybe because no, yeah, I'm a hater. She's, uh, I'm telling you, I said it last episode or the bo- freaking episode before that. She has to stick up her ass all the time when it comes to Whitney. It's exactly. Like, I know you don't like her, you have your opinion of her, but you like you reek of bitch. What Meredith reeks of rich, yes. you reek of bitch. And it's not cute. Thank you. And sometimes I'm like, Meredith, why are you friends with her? Because she's Exactly. Everyone thinks that. They're like, drop her. Drop Lisa. I need to see a friendship breakup between them two. And I need it filmed. Anyway, the <laughs> the ladies are all packing for the trip. And Heather says, I was fucking, I'm like, Heather, you say things and I cringe, but I like laugh, but I cringe. She's like, I'm going to bring you girls back a new daddy, a top-notch gambler. And I was like, anyways. My sister, and this is my sister talking. She said, she said, girl the daughters are going to find a daddy while your ass is out at Vegas. Cause let's be honest, mm-hmm. not, you know, they're underage, but you know, I get certain vibes from her daughters. I digress. Moving on. We know, we know the religious kids are usually the ones that are like a little bit more on the wild side. I know I mean, a lot of Catholic I mean, school kids. We, we saw her boyfriend. <laughs> moving on. I need to stop talking about their daughters. Moving on, moving on, moving on. So Whitney's packing and okay, really quick before, before I go on to everybody else. Whitney's husband, is it just me or am I reading too much into it? Did he not seem excited about her going on a trip? I said it. I said he's going to fuck his side bitch. He, you're saying he was or he wasn't? He wasn't. Like he was just like, oh, you're going to go on the trip? Oh, you like it's funny that you said it because Reddit, that just me? Reddit was saying, um, no, he was, he was like, why are you going, bitch? Um, people were saying that apparently he's like in his job is like a, a um, layman's turn. It's a pyramid scheme. It's like one of those where it's like, you know, we're scamming it's you. Salt Lake City. Yeah. And then on top of that, they were saying that he's possibly a Trump supporter. It's just, it's a mess. It's a mess. I mean, she's friends with that Sarah bitch. Oh, okay. There it is. Bleep her name. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> Meredith is rocking a denim on. De- I'm talking about her out there, but yes, bitch. She's rocking a denim on denim look. And Brooks is telling. Again, Brooks is like Heather. He just says shit, and I'm like cringe. Like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Brooks is telling her Vegas is the prostitution capital of the world, and Meredith's like, I don't think so. Yeah, when he said okay. that, I was like, well, I'm ignorant. You know, other places. Is that true? I was like. Mm, I was like, Brooks, shut the, I was like, shut the fuck up. People don't, people liked you episode one and then you kept opening your mouth and I think people didn't like you. So oh. maybe it's better if you shut your mouth. Facts. So then we see Jen, she's telling Stuart, her first assistant, that she's the one who's who gets along with everyone. She's the hype woman. And Stuart is giving us cricket noises. He's giving he us nothing. looked at her like, bitch. He's like, okay, I get paid. So I'm not going to tell you the truth. But anyways. Facts. The women are at the airport with um, my girl Whitney sporting long locks. And the ladies ask about Lisa and Meredith. Uh, the ladies ask about Lisa. And Meredith says she's already in Vegas. And um, Whitney's like, in her confessional, she's like, okay, first of all, fuck Lisa. Because she didn't even tell me she was coming. And number two, Le- this is Lisa's way of like stepping all over me and trying to like let me know that she thinks she's better than me. And again... This is, we see it over and over again. Lisa does think she's better than her. She thinks she's better than a lot of people. And it like, 
I hate to say it, she probably thinks she's better than Meredith too. So it's like, I need to see, I want Meredith to like, be like, shut the fuck up, Lisa, you stupid bitch. Yeah. And or is that just me? No, definitely. <laughs> I agree. I don't like, like, I know I joke around. I'm like, I'm better than you, but I genuinely don't think that. I honestly don't think that. And her being on TV, it it's like, get her off my fucking screen. She's a bitchy. Like all mm-hmm. of the thing, everything she does when it comes to Whitney, it's so underhanded. It's bitchy. It's evil. Yes. It's like Whitney, you have more patience than I do. Cause I would have been like, bitch, don't fucking come near us. I don't want to film with you. You're being annoying. It's just like, girl, Especially why are you, you can't so... even fucking tell me. Yeah. Yes. She's just doing the most. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So they get to Vegas and they're on the road and Whitney calls Lisa who doesn't answer. Four seconds later, thanks to shady editing, we see Lisa calls Meredith. And when Whitney, because she's on speakerphone, we, Whitney asks her if she's in Vegas. And Lisa's just giving cold replies. She's giving short answers. And she's like, I came here for work. And then Whitney's like, oh, so you're going to spend the day with us. Like, like you said, Whitney has more patience than anybody because it's like, she was still trying to give like the best foot forward, still trying to be the hostess with the Moses. And I just would have been like, I just would have not said anything. Yeah, I'd be like, I okay, fuck like, you. Okay, I don't care at this point. Move on. Let's go. Answer the fucking phone. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I would have said, so, like, stop talking. <laughs> when they arrive to their hotel, they're greeted by a poem. Super cute. <laughs> I don't know if it was, like, the editing, but the delayed response from the ladies made it even funnier. Yeah, it was like, what's happening? I was like, who told them to write this? What I was it? like, because it is it because it's their first cast trip? Like, what's happening? Because nobody else got this. New Jersey, Potomac, did they get that? Um, Whitney tells the ladies that they're going exotic race car driving. And Jen kind of screws her plans because she's like, oh, I'm going to steal Heather away for a little surprise. So now Whitney's stuck race car driving with Lisa and Meredith. And there's obviously tension before I go into the shoe shopping or whatever. There's obviously tension between Lisa and Whitney. And there's been tension the entire season. Ever since fucking Lisa was offended, Heather. Heather ever since Lisa was offended Whitney gave an in-person fucking like Yelp review and whatever and then on top of that there's tension between Jen and Meredith and I'm just like and nobody's telling anybody shit y'all just (laughs) tell each other shit exactly so then um we see that Jen's surprise for Heather is shoe shopping and she's like, um, first I'm going to get her a man and now I'm going to get her shoes. And I was like, first of all, you didn't get her a man. You didn't get her any man. You got her a nobody. A dud. Big duddy. No, <laughs> Yikes. I'm sorry. That was lame. I'm so sorry. So um, then they start talking to each other and they're like, I wonder how it's going with the ladies in race car driving. Cue the scene uh, change to the other ladies on their way to the fucking race car track. And it's the fucking most awkward car ride ever. And again, Lisa condescending, rude. Whitney's like talking to her and she's like, I have to answer this call really quick. And she's like talking on the phone. She's like, you're so funny. It's like, stupid bitch. I can't stand her ass. I would have fucking, if I was Whitney, I would have snatched that phone and said, bitch, go get your phone outside of the fucking window. And my favorite part of that scene not was not them, you know, being cringy towards one another. Was when she answered the phone, her fake ass, and then Whitney turned She's to like, Meredith, Hello? and Meredith just gave her like a smile. She's like, Hee-hee. and I was like, "Girl, <laughs> Meredith, are you so like oblivious to what's happening?" Or She's oh, disengaging. No. Poor Whitney. She's disengaging. Poor Whitney. My queen. So, um, then at the racetrack, 
it's I think it's funny that Lisa was getting like a fucking boner for all these cars and she's like I'm willing to put up with Whitney for these high performance cars but once they're on the fucking track Lisa is like fucking driving Miss Daisy and she's going 70 and Meredith and uh Whitney are going over 100 and then you just hear the guy going okay so you're gonna pump the brake I mean you're gonna pump the gas you're gonna pump the gas a little more you're gonna pump the gas pick it pick it up just just, you can give it (laughs) just pick it up a little bit just pick it up we're going to go over to the left because there's two cars behind us and the other two cars <laughs> on the track. She had to move out of the way because Meredith and Whitney were clearly going to fucking crash into her. It's like, did you not realize you're supposed to go fast? You went on and on about how you love racing. These it fucking cars. I, it reminded me of like when you know those stupid bitches or those stupid people in your fucking classes or something who always want to be like teacher's pet or something or like everybody's favorite fucking person and they're always trying to give their two cents and then they get proved wrong or they like it's the bitter bitch in me that's like you watch them stumble <laughs> on their words or something You're and like, you just like yes ah. girl, you stupid bitch <laughs> yes. fail like that's that's me. as a bitch <laughs> Lisa when she wasn't going fast and I was just like that's what you get for trying to act like you knew about something that you probably didn't even exactly. know about it you probably googled on the way there I think it sends back to I'm better than you I know what this is I can yes. afford this it's no bitch you don't know shit shut your ass up I can afford this because my Vita tequila <laughs> so then afterwards Whitney addresses the elephant in the room and apologizes for the way everything went at the hip hop party and then Whitney Whitney explains that she wanted it to all go like differently, which we saw if she hadn't been drunk, I feel like she would have done it at a different place. But then Heather had to like fucking jump in and be like, Meredith and Lisa fucking eat. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and Lisa and Meredith, again, they deny ever saying anything to Mary about being scared of Jen. And they tell her that next time, instead of going Instead of like blabbing about it to somebody else, go straight to the source. And Whitney's like, I take full accountability. This is what I like about Whitney. She's willing to like, okay, perfect, move on, snip it, perfect, move on. I'm telling like, you, she's just it's a, my fault. a better person than the other it's, women. I love her. I love her. I love her. She's my fave. Sorry, Meredith. You're my second fave now. You're still <laughs> at the top. You're still at the top. So they both accept her apology. Lisa was like, all I wanted was an apology. Really. I, I'm able to forgive and move on. And I'm like, okay, girl. I mean, two episodes when we watch the reunion or something, you're going to be like, I can't move on, Whitney, because of what you said. So. And you know what I hate? You know what I hate when you're wrong and you don't want to admit it? And I feel like in that moment, um, Lisa and Meredith were yes. scolding her and they just kept going on yes. and on. And they're like, she, when Meredith was like, no one <laughs> speaks for me. I speak for me. No one. And, then, and it's like, I'm just kind of like, already, we get it. She's like, she's like, no one speaks for me. And then Lisa interrupts her and speaks um, for her. Yeah. No. Yikes. Yikes. So we, we go back to the ladies fucking shoe shopping and they talk about, um, Jen brings up everything again that happened, even though we just fucking nipped it in the bud with the other group, Jen brings up the hip hop party. And we didn't recap it, obviously, because we didn't have an episode last week, but last week they had gone to a spa. Whitney took Jen and Heather to a spa specifically to apologize to Jen about what happened at the hip hop party. And she had apologized. They hugged, they met up, made up and everything. But here's Jen bringing it up again. And Heather's like genuinely confused. She's like, I thought everything was fine. Like, what happened and then jen's like she ruined my husband's birthday party it's again jen's going zero to 100 for absolutely no reason i was like there's no glass for you to throw here just a spike stiletto so be careful 
Um, she's like, she basically ruined my husband's birthday party. I, it took me 25 years to throw one for him. And I was like, that's your problem. Not Whitney's, not Whitney's, honey. So then, <laughs> so then Jen turns the tables on Heather and she's like, Heather, you need a good friend and defend me against Whitney. And Heather's kind of like, bitch, I'm any, like, if I'm anything, I'm loyal to you, bitch. Like, what was, you want is a henchman. I felt and I was so just like, uncomfortable. I was like, Heather, thank God yes. for once, Heather is standing up for herself. And I told thank my sister, you. I'm like, let's remind ourselves now that Whitney's her, I don't know if she said, like, her, they're cousins, right? So, like, they're like cousins, they're like second cousins or yeah, something. Yeah. So, so like, like, bitch, I don't think she's going to pick you over her cousin. I don't know. I, it was a weird situation. I was like, thank God, Heather, you're standing up for yourself. It was very much like, girl just last episode uh, Heather even told you that like she thinks you want to be Meredith's friend more than you want to be her friend like you're so worried about what Meredith is doing and what Meredith is doing reacting to you and like instead of worrying about the people who like actually have your back or something like I love Meredith but it's like if you have a loyal friend it's in Heather you dumb bitch but whatever so she's like the only reason I haven't bitch slapped Whitney is because she's your friend and the only reason we're all putting up with Whitney's shit is because she's your friend. And that's basically where the episode ends. But I was just like, what the, f-? I was like, first of all, bitch, Heather likes her. You like her. So shut the fuck up. Okay. Mary likes her. If anything, <clears throat> instead of getting mad at Meredith for going to Mary's church, you should get mad at Whitney point blank period. Like you were just picking and choosing who to be mad to. So I don't know. At this point, I know you're a Jen Shaw fan. Yeah, I love her. I stand. <laughs> You're like, I'm her biggest fan. So we see next week that they go to dinner. And again, everything goes south. I don't know. Jen, for some reason, starts going fucking crazy again. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. And one thing I want to know before we move on is they kind of give us a little clip and they show, I think from what I understood, my understanding, um, Whitney's sticking, I mm-hmm. mean, Heather's sticking up for Whitney. And she's like, don't come at Whitney like that. And again, we stand. finally, and she's like, Heather. And it's, it's funny because it's like, I feel like Mary, Mary might have been lying when she said that they were afraid of her, that they said that. But let's be honest, mm-hmm. I feel like they kind of are because no one is like, no one tells her to own her shit. Exactly. So it's like, come on, get it. Yeah, they just go, I'm disengaging. I'm not going to talk to you or something. People are like, if she's going to keep disengaging, you need to get off the show and disengage somewhere else because it's like, Meredith, you're part of the show. Stay in the scene. I'm like, girl, at some point you have to like confront because this bitch keeps running her mouth. So confront. (laughs) But we'll see at the reunion. We'll see at the reunion. We'll see because, you know, before you know it, reunion, it's like what? We have two more episodes left. Like the season is coming to end. It is coming to an end, which, okay, I'm sorry, really quick before you move on to Atlanta, because we didn't get a chance to talk about this. Um, their reunion brought a little bit of controversy because nobody liked their looks. Their oh, looks, no. their looks, their looks. Mary, if she would have, t- I don't know if you saw, oh, obviously you saw, um, if Mary would have mm-hmm. taken off the little neck piece and her little cuffs, I, I don't know. It was mm-hmm. a, it was like a, a nice gold color, but overall, yeah, the looks, Meredith not it was like half dress, half tuxedo, half oh, suit. God. It's just, who is And she had, she had shared a sketch of it and I was like, the sketch is so cute, but the execution was not. They did not. I think it was just too awkward. My favorites were Heather and Whitney, but they were also just basic. Yeah, and that's why and they were my favorite. 
it's funny because people were like um people keep posting it and call me shady but i enjoy it everyone's like look at um jen's face before she messed with it now look at it now she looks oh, like gosh. lord Farquaad, lord Farquaad, <laughs> lord Farquaad, and it's just stop touching your face like, I just... it's not a good look she and she i'm gonna say she was beautiful and well it's moving just, on anyways know. um just kidding moving um, on <laughs> so moving on to the Real houses of potomac i enjoyed this episode because the drama is potomac. slowly <gasps> i full-on said potomac i i'm crying this is i'm crying this is all too real for me you're gonna catch us up too no i was I that wasn't a joke i was speaking you know from the bottom of my heart maybe it's because i saw that i don't know if you heard or not oh, but no. Potomac is filming. Potomac started filming a week ago, I believe. I heard. And Karen is out here. Karen is out here posting things like "Don't talk shit," "Speak your truth," "Don't lie." I heard. And then Ashley, I don't know. I'm kind of nervous. She posted a story today on her Instagram, being like, "Me and Baby Dean are preparing for change." And I'm like, (gasps) "Oh, are you leaving your man? Is your baby is?" Oh no! Whatever makes you happy, Ashley. Do what you do. do. Um, the baby coming. I don't know. We're we're excited for change. Um, I'm sure oh, that the bloggers will let us know, fill us in all the drama that's going to be coming up in season six. But um, like I meant to say, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Let's just dive right in. So it starts off with Cynthia calling everyone, and no one is answering. And I was just like, I wrote down rude, just rude, bitch. You better answer me when I fucking call you. But maybe they're sick and tired of hearing her from her. So. It is what it is. And her 250 people wedding. 10 times 20, bitch. COVID, bitch. We see Drew and Ralph going to walk. And I honestly like this scene, even though it's like a, a little short one. Um, I feel like we saw him in a different light. They were just kind of talking, smiling, laughing, and he wasn't being a dick to her. Maybe that's why I enjoyed the scene. Um, and he shows her a scooter that he got, which I was thinking it was one of those scooters where you put your knee and then the other leg oh, is yeah, pushing yeah. you. It only made sense to me because her Achilles heel, like, she got it injured but now you're forcing her to use it i don't know um on her walk she calls candy and she invites her over to dinner because she wants to have what i call the core four you know the main bitches over for dinner before they go on their trip moving on we see kenya and latoya and i am cringing kenya brings out her bag and she was like hey i was going through my closet and this is stuff i haven't worn and she gives her like i think they're I don't know if it's lingerie. I don't know. It's like yeah. panties or something. Um, a thong yeah. and a bra. And Latoya takes it. <laughs> so, oh my god! Fucking snips it. Right. She fucking. I was like, she said she's never worn it. So what the fuck are you smelling it for? Regardless. <laughs> oh, regardless. If she had worn it or not, she takes the underwear and she sniffs it. She put it in her mouth, essentially. Like, it was, first of all, COVID. Second of all, I was like, what are you smelling? You're going to smell. That's moving on. I wrote down, is this normal? Like, is this a thing? Do you do this with your girlfriend? No, we don't. And if we ever did, that would be a whole different level of friendship. Like, what the fuck? I'm not gonna be oh. sniffing nobody's panties, not even my own. So, <laughs> what the fuck? I was very much. This is some white people shit, Latoya. <laughs> oh God, I'm dying of laughter. I'm sorry for you, headphone users. What was that scene like? 
are y'all fucking on the low? Like, are y'all? Has she? I mean, I get very confused because I'm like, Kenya has never. If if she's gonna treat any newbie the way that I was like, she's treating them like Drew. She treated uh, Kim Fields like that. Like, bitch, come on. It's just I don't get it. She clearly has a. I was very much confused. It's just. It's it's apparent. I mean, we saw she's sniffing her fucking underwear. Um, she then talks about the private jet that she wants to take for them and oh. why she needs to go on a private jet is, I guess, they're her business, whatever. Um, and then she talks about how if the other women want to go on a private jet, they can get it. You know, they'll use their American Express, their whatever, whatever. And she's like, oh wait, not all of them can because they have bad credit. And I was like, um, who is she talking about? Who are you talking about? Because Candy is the riches. Cynthia, I'm sure, has more Tea. money than her, and Portia has jobs. Um, destination, um, you know, pampered by Portia. You're the only one who doesn't really have a job besides your hair care line. So, what are you talking about? She is Portia has jobs and she's black royalty, bitch. Like, do we... <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't know who I was like, who are you talking about? Because <laughs> you're you're probably in the worst position, but moving on. <laughs> Latoya then asked her about Mark and she's like, How is that going? Like, your separation whatever whatever and she's like honestly like it's finally coming to an end um oh god and then she asked her how long has it been toxic and i find it hilarious that people of twitter were shitting on her they're like it's been toxic since they met like what and kenya's like because kenya also doesn't answer it she's like it's just i don't know and it's like kenya do you not see how you treat people but you know i'm not saying i'm i thankful the way he I'm, treats her but i don't yes. see how she doesn't see she does it with other people I'm currently in the season, well, because I'm watching this one, season 13, but I'm also watching season 10, which is where she got married to Mark. And every time somebody's asking her, like, oh, like, what are you doing? It's also the season with Kim Zolciak. Uh, which and so I she's like, oh, because you're not fucking married, bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyways, um, and Kenny's like, oh, my baby, his name's not Mark, his name's Baby. His name's and Baby. He's and like, like, bitch, what? And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, like, that marriage is a sham. It's a mess. So then we get to Drew's get together and Ralph again, he's, he really stepped it up this episode. He's helping her, you know, with the decor. Oh, she's making a face of disagreement. Um, <laughs> he was helping her. He was sitting at the table. He's like complimenting her hair. He's really like showing her love. And we appreciate that. We love that because in the past, you know, no. the past couple episodes, he hasn't been really been showing that. So we love that change. Then a Drew. Facade. Oh, there it is. Um, we see Drew. <laughs> I wrote, we then see that Drew's doorbell apparently doesn't, work because work? whenever someone shows up and they're knocking they don't answer it's like 10 seconds 10 minutes later and then they go answer um cynthia came she brought her wine love that great friend candy comes she's like banging on the door oh my god she let herself in and she's like hey guys i'm sorry i feel bad i i just let myself in and they're like oh don't worry about it like we, we need to be on top of it she then tells her man ralph stay on door duty and i was just like wait is he just gonna sit there and wait for someone to come i don't know after candy arrives they go outside and they're like drinking whatever and they do a flashback of when they were hanging out with toya which i don't like the way this season's editing has been happening because they cut out a lot of scenes and i get it they're trying to move on with season but it's like they're skipping events like we didn't meet yeah. Latoya in a natural way where it's, which was when they had the the event for taunt's party and now they cut out this scene I'm like, who is editing this? Get it together. We want to see yeah. the drama. But um, they talk about how 
Latoya was talking shit about her hair. And this is actually the first time that Drew and Portia are meeting. And I have to say, I love this duo. They both are like very similar. They're both, I like to consider them the young ones of the group. They're really lighthearted and they're just like a kiki. Um, they're not miserable, aka like Kenya and Latoya. And Portia basically <laughs> tells her that Latoya was talking shit about her hair. And I like how she kind of threw Candy and Cynthia under the bus. Even though they're like, well, well, we we agree, but I'm like, of oh course. Oh God, Cynthia. Of course, they're not gonna defend her, and of course, they're not gonna stick out their neck for anyone because they don't care. Um, and then Drew goes in on her job, and she's like, "What does she do again? A YouTube channel? Is is that like a job? Is that is that like hard?" And I was like, "Oop! All the YouTubers are watching right now, and they're <laughs> sending you hate mail." Um, You'd be like, uh, "Fuck you, at Drew Sador." <laughs> exactly. Drew then shades kenyan she's like well if she was hating on my wig you know i was trying the best i can you know it is what it is quarantine covid i mean look at kenya look at the way she came <laughs> and let's be honest kenya came in in a in what an adidas dress yes. and some adidas i was like kenya you did not i was like bitch you go dressed to the fucking like down your fucking road so what the fuck you coming in that dress and those sneakers to a dinner like she was she was trying to, it was funny because she was probably trying to be like, I don't really care to go to Drew's house. I don't really care. So I'm going to dress like this. She's and in the end, she's the only one who looks bad. But anyways, um, she's <gasps> like, I don't want to talk about um, dressing because I clearly can outdress Drew and we're not going to get into the beauty department. And I was like, exactly. Skin you more with your bad skin. You don't want to go in that department. But moving on. Drew then talks about how she moved from California, basically traveled the world. She's like, I lived in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'm california and now i'm in atlanta she talked about her mom how she was writing her sermon and then the shady edit they're like you can sing give us give us a song and she sings and then of course they throw it back to when portia sang and <laughs> which is i love portia i'm gonna have to go with drew on this one drew outdid her yes yeah let's be honest then i find it hilarious how drew was kind of shady she's like well kenya the trip so how are you getting there how are you getting there <laughs> knowing that the day before, a couple days before, Latoya, Kenya had told her, yeah, we're going to take a private jet, but don't tell anyone. Do you think this is super shady or she had every right to like ask these questions? It was shady, but I would have done, honestly, I'm the worst. I'm such a fucking instigator. I would have done the same fucking thing. I would be like, so how are you getting there? Knowing full damn well how <laughs> she's getting there and how she had just fucking asked me not to say anything. But at the same time, the fuck is Kenya doing? Like, Kenya told her she's taking a private jet. Why are you telling Drew, but you can't tell women that you've known for years? And it's almost, and here's the thing. People were- Like she wanted Drew to do that. Exactly. People were speculating, well, this is why Kenya, this is why we don't like Kenya because she's fake, she's produced, and she wanted the drama. Exactly. Um, And she's like, it's COVID. How are you getting there? She's like, we're actually, yeah, we're going on a jet. And then they kind of let us know. They throw a little throwback and they show Portia being like, well, you know, Fallon, she has a jet. Let's all go on one. And it, again, it kind of just shows what kind of person Kenya is. The fact that she's like, no, we don't need all that. And then she goes behind their backs and, and does, she it. does it. She's stupid. Clownery at she's its dumb. finest. My favorite part of this little scene was when Candy's like, oh, a private jet. You rich, girl, you rich. Knowing damn well, Candy's the richest. And she's like, bitch, I will buy Tea. every single one of you guys a private jet, but and I'm sure the private jet candy would have chartered for all of them would have been a thousand oh. times better than whatever the fuck that was Kenny got. <laughs> that shit looks like it's gonna fall out the sky. I'm sorry. <laughs> very much the type of plane I would not get on. I'm very sorry. Oh, that shit looks like no. I'm about to fucking fall. Hell, I'm scared of planes. So Kenya, please. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, overall, they, the girls have a great time and 
I mm. like that Drew was a great host because I'm rooting for her. I love her. That's I, I'm I not shy her. about saying it. And she was a great host and they all loved it. Um, they're all leaving. And I when I was rewatching it, because I watched it twice, um, I had the first time I watched it, I didn't catch when Kenny was like, wait, did you really get a private jet? Did you get a jet? And then Kenya didn't answer her and they move on. But um, I'm like, yes, yeah. call her out, bitch. Call her out. Exactly. We then see Kenya and Latoya getting into their jet and she's just like, my sugar <clears throat> mama, blah, blah. Oh my God. Like Latoya just gives off kiss ass and it's probably like, cause I hate Kenya that I don't like it, but it's like, how old are you lady? You know, what's funny is that Latoya, I don't mind. <clears throat> I don't mind Latoya. If she would have been able to be the full-time housewife that they wanted her to be, I would have been okay with her. I just think it's so, I think what weirds me out is Kenya liking her so damn much. When Latoya is everything that Kenya does not like in a housewife, in a new housewife. Like, do you get me? Yeah. Latoya, you're going to hate that I'm going to say this, but it's like Latoya is Portia. I knew like, you were going to say that. They're fun. They're young. They say whatever they want. The fucking party. Exactly. They say whatever the fuck they want. So I think it's funny that Kenya likes Latoya, but she doesn't like Portia. And I don't know if you notice this, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but there's certain times when Latoya does and says things that sometimes I feel like maybe it's the camera, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I, I feel like I catch Kenya wanting to like roll her eyes. Yeah. Do you get me? No, I, I totally, like, 100%. Like when she threw, when her suitcase fell in the ditch and then she was like, my suitcase is in the ditch. She's like, it's right And then there. Kenya was like, Tenny was like, it's right there. And I was like, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, see, she doesn't I, like her as I, bef- not to be a conspiracy we, no, theorist. Yeah. No, but yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um, I'm saying it now, putting it out there. I can't wait for the moment that Latoya turns on her because it will happen there. I don't see this friendship lasting. I mean, we see it. Kenya, me neither. Kenya, like, she, I feel like she thinks she holds herself to a certain standard and I'm better than you. We can't act a certain way. We can't say certain things that Latoya exactly. is a complete opposite. She doesn't give a fuck and exactly. she says whatever she wants. And, waiting for the moment for the little friendship to crack kenya then tells latoya that portia basically was running her mouth and going on and on about how she was talking shit and she's like i don't have time for the drama but yeah here you are spreading what she just said it's messy portia and shimia arrive at candies <laughs> for the trip and they're all ready to go i found this moment funny how they were like group hug oh now kiss like this is why i stand shimia <laughs> we've known her for what five six years now and i love shimia she finally got a confessional look and of course she looked pretty yes. in it we need to make her a full a full time housewife. Her husband needs to take his stick yes. out of his ass, allow her to be on the show full time. We want to know her story. Tea. Get it together. After that, everyone starts <clears throat> arriving. Portia stages the car. We love that. You know, bad vibes out the window. Marlo comes in a hazmat suit because she's all about COVID state. <laughs> which I was like, leave it up to Marlo to do the most and be extra. But um, it's funny because exactly. she gets inside the the car and then five minutes in <laughs> takes it off. She's apparently, like, oh, it's hot in here, bitch. <laughs> apparently, the AC was broken. Great. Love that for them. They then start talking about random shit. They talk about Portia and Dennis's relationship. And she's like, yeah, we just went out to dinner and blah, blah, blah. And this is where I hate that they get on her about it. Because they're like, Portia, we can't take you serious when it comes to your relationship. Because you're always on and off, on and off, on and off. So yeah. Portia, let's do better. Um, <laughs> they then start, they get like, these women are not shy about talking about sex and whatnot. I don't know how it came about. Yeah. They're like threesomes yes or no yes or no and then i like how tanya was like i'm not gonna answer i'm not gonna answer and they were like so that means yes and 
that's when we see Shamia's beautiful confessional look. And she's like, something, something's definitely happening with uh, Portia Dennis. That's when Tanya's like, oh, like, you need to spill the tea. Like, let's gossip and drink and have fun. And Portia's like, I thought you said let's fuck. Which, if you were under a rock during the summer, the blogs came out, the rumors came out that Portia, Tanya, and Latoya allegedly fucked a stripper. So for them, it's almost like they're dropping seeds. Like they're they're setting it up for us. They're like they're talking exactly. about threesomes. They're talking about having Back sex with friends. Exactly. Panties. <laughs> I'm like, is this? This is where I question. I'm like, wait, is this show fake? Is this planned out? Like, just how ironic how everything comes out to be, you know? But see, okay, you're saying that like Latoya was part of that whole stripper thing. So that's another reason that I'm like, Kenya is so against that. Kenya is so against the fact that they would even do something like that. So it's like, how is she going to spin that? So then here, this is my, my, my theory. Um, I think because Portia and Latoya were allegedly a part of that, she's probably jealous. She probably wanted to be involved with Latoya. And because she wasn't involved with it, she's like, you're trying no. to take my friend. I wanted to fuck her. Like, I don't know. Something's a little tea. fishy about that. A little fishy. But um tea. after that coming to an end, they show Latoya and Kenya picking up the rooms. Again, they've never done this where they show the house floor plan, the little br- blueprint of the house. But because <laughs> of the alleged scandal, um, they show that Kenya's at the top and Porsche and Tanya are at the bottom. And I'm like, if people are that loud, like fucking, can you hear them? But I guess time will tell. We'll we'll see. Depends on the house. Depends on the walls. Oh no! Um, they then show Drew, and she's telling the girls that Kenya's on a private jet right now. But she told me not to tell you guys. Marlo is pissed off. She even gets out her phone, and she's like, "Look, Brooklyn's um in a better position than we are. What the fuck is this?" <laughs> and they're all mad. They're like, "Wow, she took her baby." Portia, Shamia, Candy, all have children, and they're yeah. like. And I was like, wait, this seems oddly familiar. Oh, yeah, because we saw this argument on Potomac. I'm on like, Potomac. Potomac did it first. Oh, but at least weren't you mad Wendy for bringing up the fact that she couldn't take her baby? So what do you think about Portia Candy? And so here, this is <laughs> great question, Daniela. I'm glad you asked. So as we know, Portia <laughs> has never had a child before. This is her first baby. Like yeah, Ashley. very much so. Shamia has never had a baby. This is her first baby. So I can see where their anger... Oh, and Candy as well. So I can see where their anger is stemming from. The fact that they're... they're this first- is Candy's third baby. Did I say Candy? We're going we're gonna to exclude that out. Portia and Shamia. I can understand why they're angry. I can, I can see it makes sense. But um, Wendy, who has had a village of kids, mm. doesn't make sense. So, yeah, mm. That's my thoughts on that. It's not adding up here. Something no, it's not adding up here. <laughs> but um, yeah, overall, it was a great episode. Um, there was shade here and there. I want to get into it. You need to get into the drama already. They need Same. to fuck the guy. They need to fight. Um, in the preview that we saw, Drew is popping off. She's like, "Bitch, I'm from Chicago. Don't fuck with me." And yes, just round of applause. We stand because this makes me wish Latoya would have been full time, just because I feel like we could have gotten a lot more. Like, a lot more backstory. Like, why is LaToya? Why is LaToya throwing shade? Why is she calling her wig a dog? Do you get me? Well, I, I can give you the answer. Of- Insecurity. She's jealous. Um, <laughs> I feel a lot of LaToya shade sometimes. I'm like, like, when she first met her, I was like, you just met her. I understand not liking someone, but it's like, you just met her. Like, what? I'm very confused. I think she's just thirsty. I mean, she wants... Hey. She, let's be honest. She was... 
she was a fan. Like she watched the show. She knows how popular these women are. And she's like, I want to be a part of it. So now that she's with them filming, she's like, I want to be one of them. At least that's how I see it. I've noticed with Atlanta, they have a lot of friends, like friend ofs. And I'm just like, can you just pick and like pick one of them and make them full time? <laughs> Here's the thing. They had a lot of one no, season one. Definitely. Um, we've had <clears throat> excuse me, we had Claudia one season. Kim Fields, one season, friends of. We had Marlo for 50 years at this point. Oh, We've God known Shamia me. for a while now. Um, yeah, now we have Latoya. I mean, it's a great cast. Latoya. Hopefully they bring the drama. Fallon. Fallon. We need I to see more Tanya. of Fallon's rich ass because she's got the money. Tanya, I can't see her being full-time just because she seems too nice. And I don't ever see her. We probably won't see her after this next episode because... She stopped filming with them. She was like, I'm out. I'm better than this. I don't need the drama. But um, She's like, not after you guys fucking showed me fucking a stripper. <laughs> oh, no. And with that, let's wrap it up. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to check out the other portion of this podcast where we go over our lives. What really matters? What's going on with us? Make sure you follow me on Instagram. Make sure you follow Danielle on Instagram. Make sure to follow our podcast Instagram at NobiusPod. Correct. Yes. Oh my gosh, look at you. We love that. On top of it. Any words? Any final words? Um, no, yeah, just you know, follow us. Let us know what you want to um hear on our other episodes. We have a little highlight on our Instagram. Says submit and submit a little, submit a little um a little question you want us to answer, or maybe stories you want us to tell, or maybe something some shit you want us to talk or maybe you have secrets of your own that you want us to discuss <laughs> and we'll leave it anonymous if you want but um yes talk your shit let us know and we'll we'll make sure to talk about it in the next episode but uh once again thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you guys in the next episode bye, bye.